Welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Good morning, First United Methodist Church of Orlando. It is Wednesday, December 8th, and it's an honor and a joy to be with you for our midweek devotional. Throughout this Advent season, I have been reading through an Advent devotional written by Dr. Kate Bowler. She's a professor at Duke Divinity School, a professor of American Christianity, and she put together this devotional resource and and made it available for people uh, to download and to use. And so I've been reading that for myself, as well as also sharing it with the people that have joined me for our Advent Reflection Group on Sunday nights. And this week, one of the devotionals that she shares is uh, about the Huron Carol. There was a French uh, Jesuit priest by the name of Jean Brebeuf, forgive me for mispronouncing his name, uh, but he was sent from France to what we now know as Canada, to the Great Lakes region of Canada, to be a missionary and a priest among the Huron indigenous people. And while he was there, he learned uh, their language and actually wrote a dictionary so that future people could uh, understand and learn the Huron language. And uh, since he learned their language, he also sought to uh, teach them about God, teach them uh, the story of God in their own language. He wrote songs about when Jesus was born. So he made Christmas carols in the language of the Huron people. He wrote Christmas songs about what it would be like if Jesus was born as a little Huron baby. And those songs are still sung uh, in Canada today. You can still listen to the music, whether just the instrumentation as well as also the words uh, today. And so in, in one of the carols that he wrote, the Huron Carol, um, he includes lovely details, uh, Kate Bowler says, that instead of shepherds, uh, there are wandering hunters who heard the angels sent by the great spirit to sing over the baby king wrapped in a robe of rabbit skin. Uh, often when we read scripture, our translations talk about Jesus lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. Well, for the Huron people living in Canada and really cold winters, what did they have? Well, they had rabbit skins and other animal furs uh, that they would use to wrap themselves and to cover up in. And so what if Jesus had been born in the, the Great Lakes region of Canada? Well, he would have been wrapped in those kinds of furs. The carol says that instead of three wise men, there are traveling elders who kneel before him, Jesus, bringing their gifts, not gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but fur, beaver pelt, and sunflower oil. So again, looking around at like what was in the region, uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, well, if those, those don't really exist in that area of Canada, the people have really no idea what that means or what that looks like. And so uh, this priest translated the gifts into what would be practical if Jesus had been born in that region of Canada. For Brebeuf, Jesus didn't have, a, didn't have swaddling clothes. He's a little papoose 
a baby in one of those little leather backpacks that indigenous moms would wrap their babies in. Brebeuf looked around and wondered, what if everything that is holy isn't somewhere else? What if it's right here? What if these are the things God would use if God showed up and needed a blanket? And that, my friends, is the beauty and the wonder and the mystery of the incarnation. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. That's what we're preparing for in this season of Advent, that our God shows up with us and among us as a human being, as a vulnerable baby dependent upon earthly parents uh, to care for him, to wrap him in swaddling clothes or, or furs or whatever um, would have been around. Uh, wherever the baby had been born. Uh, that's, the, that's the beauty of the incarnation, that our God shows up in our midst and uses what's in our midst uh, to do something holy, to do something uh, grace-filled, to do something so remarkable uh, and world-changing, life-changing, uh, to be God with us, one of us, among us, and with us. So this week, as we're in the midst of preparing for Christmas, as we find ourselves in the middle of Advent, um, we can get busy. We can get maybe overwhelmed. Um, we are, my, our minds are filled with our to-do lists of things we still need to do, um, even activities that we're looking forward to, but they fill up our calendar and keep us busy. I just wonder, you know, it would, what it would look like for us to just take a moment today, tomorrow, in the coming days, just take a moment each day and consider that question. What if everything that is holy isn't somewhere else? What if the holy is right with you, present with you in your car, in your home, in your office, wherever you may be? What if what is holy is right there with you. Oftentimes we read the Christmas story and we read other passages of scripture and the, their stories about people thousands of years ago in a place far, far away from us today. And so it feels disconnected sometimes. It feels like, well, that, you know, that doesn't necessarily relate to me and to my life here in Orlando in 2021. But our God is still a God who is showing up who is present with us, who is doing a new thing in your life and in my life and in the world around us. If we have but eyes to see and ears to hear and moments to just pause and to notice. God is doing something holy in your midst and, it's, and God is using the stuff of your life uh, whatever it is in your uh, person, whatever your giftings are, whatever resources you have among your family and your friends and your neighbors, God is using all of the things right around you to do something holy and beautiful. Last night, my dog woke me up in the middle of the night and she wanted to go outside. And so I'm trying to be patient and like letting her outside into the, the fenced backyard and um, I'm sitting kind of out there with her. I grabbed a blanket to kind of like bundle up because it was just a little cool outside while I'm sitting there waiting for her to do her, her thing. And um, maybe a little grumpy because I had just woken up in the middle of the night and I really want to go back to bed. 
but I was sitting there and kind of in the, the light from the back porch, the light of the moon and the stars and probably other neighborhood lights. I was looking around my backyard and we have a little fire pit and some chairs and it was quiet and it was peaceful. And I was like, what if that first Christmas when Jesus was born, what if, you know, there had been a little fire pit <laughs> or a little fire um, where they were, you know, gathered around to keep warm? Um, what would that have looked like? Um, and we often don't hear that in the Christmas story. It's not included in scripture. And, um, but it just kind of left me to wonder in the middle of the night, kind of what would it look like if God, um, if Jesus had been born in my backyard, right around that fire pit, um, under, under the pergola, um, and, in the middle of the night while I was sleep deprived and, and waiting for my dog, like that was a, a moment of holy, a moment of, of quiet and of peace and of realizing that God can take us in um, our situations, our homes, our resources, our lives and do something beautiful in us, beautiful in the world through us. So friends, I just hope that you take some time today or in the coming days uh, to think about what is, um, what is God doing? What holy is God doing in your life and around you? And give thanks to God for that. Friends, you are loved. I look forward to worshiping with you over this uh, Advent and Christmas season. This coming weekend, we have our Hope for Christmas service that will be streaming live on Facebook at 7 o'clock. Um, or premiering live on Facebook, whatever it's called, but it'll be streaming live on uh, streaming on Facebook at seven o'clock on Sunday night. And this service is for people that need some extra uh, love and care this Christmas. Monday night, we have our Christmas concert. It is here in the sanctuary at seven o'clock. You don't want to miss it. Our choir, our bell choir, musicians, um, it's it's coming together and it's beautiful. So you will want to, to come and, and prepare your hearts for the season. And then of course we have our Christmas Eve services, Friday, December 24th. We have two services, both in the sanctuary, one at five o'clock. That's our family service that we've um, had for a number of years. And then 7.30 in the sanctuary, both of them in the sanctuary. Um, and we look forward to worshiping on Christmas Eve with you. If there's anything you need, feel free to call the church office. We'd love to get in touch with you and answer any questions you have. And I hope you have a blessed Advent and Christmas season. Take care. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.